You're listening to episode four of the Creative Joy Effect podcast. And in this episode, we're diving into part two of our Creative Joy Effect into how to reimagine what is possible for you. Hi, I'm Jamie Hand, and you are about to experience the Creative Joy Effect. Rediscover your creative power to make all your dreams come true and live the life you desire. When you embrace your natural creativity, you begin to live in harmony with who you really are and step into the purpose of why you matter. Unleashing your creative joy allows you to live a happy, fulfilling life, including your home, family, friends, and even our world. Welcome to the Creative Joy Effect Podcast. I'm glad you're here. Back a couple years ago, I wanted to illustrate a point to my children. So we did a little experiment. We got two plants, identical types of plants, and we tried to get them very similar in size, shape, and color. So we got two of the same houseplants, similar size, shape, and color. Then we also set the plants on our back deck where they would receive similar amounts of sunlight and water. So we trying to make both plants as similar conditions to grow as possible. Now the experiment part was one plant, we were going to give it, shower it with loving, kind words. The second plant, we were going to give it unkind words. Now, mind you, my children, my oldest was six years old at that time, and he volunteered to to give the second plant the unkind words. So we're talking unkind words in the six-year-old way. And my daughter, who is very loving, she volunteered to give the first plant and shower it and sprinkle it with loving words each day. So we started doing this and we wanted to see if we could see any physical changes between the two plants based on giving one loving words and giving one unkind words. Well, in a matter of three days, three days is all it took before we started to see physical changes between the two plants. Now, the first plant that was being sprinkled with loving words, it was already growing taller, growing bigger, and was a vibrant green color. The second plant, which was receiving the unkind words, it was already starting to kind of shrink in size. The leaves were already kind of shriveling and even turning yellowish brown around the edges. So in as little time as three days, we already saw the physical changes between the two plants. Now, think about the words you tell yourself. Are you telling yourself, are you showering yourself with loving, kind words each day? Or are you being unkind to yourself? And if we think about, we saw physical changes in just three days in the plants. So imagine the stories you've been telling yourself or the thoughts you've been having about yourself over the last years 
and even decades of your life. Now, come to find out later, my daughter admitted she she is such a loving person that she had a real hard time that the second plant was receiving unkind words. And so when we weren't looking, she would go up to it and whisper loving words to it. So in three days, we saw a physical difference, even with my daughter going back and trying to give it more loving words. So the reason I'm sharing the story with you is to illustrate the point of what type of stories, what type of words are you using to yourself? Do you wake up in the morning and catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and think, oh, whew, what's going on here this morning? Or is that a new wrinkle I see? Or are you showering yourself with loving words, like being grateful for what you have, being grateful for a fresh new start in a new day? grateful for another opportunity to love yourself for today. So in this episode, we are reimagining what is possible to consciously create more of what you want in your life. This is part two of our three-part series where we want to stop creating our life from autopilot and start consciously creating more of what we want. Now, the previous episode, we already dived into part one. Now, I recommend you go back and listen to that entire episode as we laid it all out. But just to quickly summarize, we talked about how important it is to reconnect with your inner self, your inner creative self. You need to know what lights you up. You need to know what brings you joy. And we dived much deeper into that topic in the previous episode. I will put a link to that episode in the show notes below in case you missed that. So go ahead, listen to part one, and then this is part two. And this is the second pillar of our creative joy effect. Because what happens when we start consciously creating what brings us joy in our life is that we get more joy in our life. When you are aware of the thoughts, the stories of what you are creating in your life, then you can become first aware of what you're creating. And then second, you can create more of what brings you joy, what brings you happiness, what brings you peace. So we're going to talk about how to do that in this episode. We are going to take you through the steps of how to reimagine what is possible for you. In my experience of working with different teachers, parents, children, one big difference between children and adults is that children, when they grow up, they want to be astronauts, professional athletes, all these really great things. But then when you speak to an adult, we don't dream as big anymore. We almost shrink or limit our possibilities. But a young child is enthusiastic and dreams big. But then as we grow older, and it is my belief, it gets educated out of us and through our school system. But we begin to shrink down our dreams 
shrink down our vision, our purpose of what we want to do because we tried to fit within this box of society. But what would happen if we start reimagining what is possible for us? And it all begins with the stories that you are telling yourself. Is there something that you really want to do? Is there something that you really want to create? Well, what is stopping you from creating that into your life? So the first step is being aware of the stories that you are telling yourself. Are the stories you're telling yourself, are you limiting your possibilities or are you expanding them? I'll give some examples to help illustrate this point. When I first started my online business, I came from the classroom and had my third child and decided to start my own online business. Because to be honest, having three children in daycare costs more than my teacher's salary. So it just didn't make sense. Plus there were a lot of other factors like we moved and a whole bunch of things. But I realized it was time for me to leave the classroom and this was a great opportunity to start my own online business. So when I started, my goal, my income goal, was to actually replace my teacher's salary. And I was able to do that, not right away, but in a little bit of time, I was able to replace my teacher's salary. But then my income in my business stayed like that for a while. Why is my business not growing? Why am I not seeing the growth I want? And I admit, it took me a little bit to realize this, but I never changed my goal. My goal was to replace my teacher's salary. And once I hit that, I never made a new goal to grow bigger. And so my business kind of just flatlined for a while. Once I realized, oh, wait, I need a new (laughs) bigger goal for myself, then I started to see growth in my business. So a lot of times the stories that we tell ourselves can limit us without even realizing. So the first step is becoming aware of where you are limiting yourself or holding yourself back. So for example, a story could be the story of, well, I'm not creative. I can't even draw a straight line. Well, first of all, does drawing a straight line mean you're creative? No, not necessarily. So drawing a straight line has nothing to do with being creative. But yet that is a story many people tell themselves. And think about what are you holding back from creating in your life if that is your story? Another story you may tell yourself is, I don't have time to create or be creative. Now, is that really true? If it were really important to you, would you be able to find time? Could you do less social media, less watching Netflix to find time to create the projects you want to create? Or if you wanted to go out and hike in nature, but you're like, oh, I just don't have time. I'm too busy. But could you schedule and block off a time on the weekend that's coming up and then go do it? See, these are stories that we tell ourselves like, oh, I'm not creative, I'm too busy, that keep us stuck and keep us from living our best life. Our thoughts have power 
And as the plants illustrated, they affect our well-being. The thoughts you tell yourself can help you expand into joy, or they can limit you and shrink down your creative power. Because you have the power to create your thoughts. You create every day. You have thoughts about what you're going to eat for breakfast, where you're going to go for lunch, how you're going to do your job for that day, how you're going to go pick up the kids from school. You create thoughts and stories about your day every single day. So what if we change our thoughts and stories to start being stories that support us, that lift us up, that expand us into joy and peace? So how do we do this? Well, I have three steps that I call the power story method. So we want to change the stories we tell ourselves them from being limiting, keeping us stuck in our stories, to powering, empowering us in joyful, creative stories. So I'm going to give some examples here. But the first step in our power story method is you need to be aware of the stories you're telling yourself. So you need to start just being aware of the thoughts you have about yourself. So as I gave the example earlier, first thing in the morning and you look in the mirror, what type of thoughts are you telling yourself? So the first step is just start being aware of them. And as you come up, as they arise, you can be like, oh, there's a story. Oh, there's a story. And you may be surprised of how many stories you actually are telling yourself. Then step two is, Is this story serving you or is it keeping you stuck? So let's continue with the bathroom mirror example. It's first thing in the morning, you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and you think, whoa, is that a new wrinkle? Okay, is that story keeping you stuck in the limiting belief or is that story expanding you into joy? So I would say finding a new wrinkle is not expanding you into joy. It is in fact limiting or shrinking you. So the first step is being aware. Oop, I'm aware that I'm telling myself a story. I see a wrinkle. The second step is choosing. Is this serving me or is it keeping me stuck? So this example is keeping me stuck. Then the third step is you have the power to rewrite a new story. So you can tell yourself a new story. And in the case of first thing in the morning, why not start with gratitude for a fresh new day? So you catch a glimpse of yourself in the morning. What about thanking your body for serving you for another brand new exciting day. And you can, if you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, no matter how you look, you say, thank you, body. Thank you. I'm excited to start this fresh new day. Or whatever is going to resonate with you. You don't have to use my words. But how could you say something loving to your body instead of pointing out all the flaws? Because when you start to focus on the good, the things you love, you, those thoughts and stories multiply and you get more of that. Think of a mosquito bite 
or a bug bite and it itches. And so you may scratch it and then it itches more and then you scratch more and then it itches more and then you scratch more and it continues like that. But if you notice you get that bug bite and you don't scratch it and you concentrate and think of something else and you don't scratch that bug bite, do you know what happens? The bug bite, it stops itching. So what you concentrate your thoughts on, you are going to get more of that. If you think of all the bad things that are going to happen, then yeah, you're going to get bad things that happen. Where if you concentrate on good things, yep, good things are going to happen. Now, this may seem like a simplistic approach to this for you. Do quote unquote bad things still happen to us? Yes, unexpected things come up, but everything is a lesson for us to learn. And that's a whole nother episode. So we're not going to dive into that right now. But what the point I'm trying to make is whatever you focus on, you're going to get more of that. So why not focus on what brings you joy, what brings you happiness, what brings you peace, so you can consciously create more of that into your life. So let's go through the steps one more time. Our power story method is, one, be aware of the thought or story you are telling yourself. Step two, decide, choose, Is this story serving you or keeping you stuck? And step three, rewrite the story. Change the story. Make it one that's going to serve you with love, that's going to serve you with joy. Okay, I'm going to walk through a couple more examples because I know some of you are sitting there going, okay, yeah, this sounds great, but it's not going to work for me. It really is simple. So yes, this can work for you. See how I'm changing your story right there? See, you may have stories already as you're listening to me like, okay, Jamie, this sounds great, but it's not going to work for me. What if we change that story? So how can you change it? You can say, okay, well, this worked for Jamie. Maybe it'll work for me too. You could start with that. Another example I see is um, the story of people saying, I'm not creative. Well, as we said, that is a story that keeps you stuck. So how can you rewrite that? You can reframe it, rewrite it as, I am creative. I was born to create. Because we already talked about how you create every day. If you cook a meal, you are creating that meal, that dining experience for yourself. So no matter what you do, you are creating your world. You are creating your thoughts. You are creating your stories. So let's make them serve us. Another example that I see people say is, I'm not good enough. For example, let's say you wanted to try a new skill and you wanted to try painting. I'm just using this as an example but you don't see yourself as an artist. And you say, well, I'm not good enough to make paintings that could sell or be in the gallery. Well, first, we need to identify the story. So the story is, I'm not good enough to be an artist. Or, I mean, you could insert anything into here, to be a musician, to be a good 
to be a entrepreneur, to run my own business. Whatever applies to you, you can insert. I'm just going to use the painting art example to keep it simple. But I am not good enough to be an artist. Well, that's the story I'm telling myself. Is that keeping me stuck or is it serving me? I would say that one is keeping me stuck. So how could I reframe that? You can begin by sprinkling yourself with loving words. I am amazing. There is only one of me in the universe and only I can create this painting. Meaning no one else is going to paint like you. No one else is going to have the same self-expression as you. You are a unique individual. You matter. Think of how many people are on this planet and there is no one else that is exactly like you. You have your own unique signature. And what our creativity does, it allows us to self-express who we are. So in the end, it's not about, am I good enough to be an artist? It is, I am creating my own unique self-expression. Another example, I'm not good enough to start my own business, but there's only one you. Think about all the people you could serve and help with your business idea. How can you begin to take the steps to self-express and help serve those people that need your help? Even if you talk about something that someone else talks about, that I'm not the first person to talk about consciously creating your own life. Many, 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 many people out, out there are talking about it as well. But there's a reason why you are here listening to me talk about it. Because I may say it in a way that it clicks for you versus someone else. So we sometimes click when one person says it one way, we may not get it. But then another person could say the same thing, but they just kind of say it in a slightly different way and all of a sudden it makes sense. So to wrap it up, the power story method is one, be aware of the stories you're telling yourself. Two, decide and choose, is this story serving you or keeping you stuck? And three, rewrite the story rewrite the story so that it serves you, that it sprinkles you with love. It gives you peace. Because when we are aware of the thoughts and stories we are telling ourselves, we can then consciously create what we want in life. We can create more of what brings us joy and create less of what doesn't bring us joy. So to put this back into our creative joy effect, in the previous episode, part one, we talked about reconnecting to your inner creative self. You have to know what lights you up, what brings you joy. And in this part two, we're reimagining what is possible for you. What do you consciously want to create or bring into existence that will bring you joy and happiness? And how can you support that thought, that creation, by creating a power story for it?
And remember, I keep repeating this because when we're talking about creativity, it's not just creating a painting or singing a song or writing a poem. It's about creating something and bringing it into existence. So this could be a meal. This could be gardening. This could be just an experience of playing with your children or with your pets. So what is it? And you can start simple. Just start with taking your dog to the dog park and but focusing on just experiencing the joy of being there with your dog and not worried about everything else that you need to do. It's about being in that moment, experiencing the joy of it. So what do you want to create that's gonna bring you joy? It's gonna bring you happiness. It's gonna bring a sense of peace. And how can we create a power story, a story that will support you about that. If you found this episode of value, please leave a five-star review as that helps us reach more consciously joy creators like yourself. And in the next episode, we are going to dive into part three of the creative joy effect, which is reclaiming our natural creative power. You don't want to miss this. All right, until then... Thank you.